Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Hey, thanks for tuning in. And today we're going to pretend like it's Friday because tomorrow I'm going to be out. I'm not going to be here. I have another type of show to do that involves music that I have a lot of fun with. As I call me a weekend warrior or whatnot, but I go play casinos and whatnot with my band. So that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. So let's all pretend that today is Friday and not go to work tomorrow. How about that? I'm going to do Fan Mail Friday today since I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I had some doozies this week, some more great ones. And we're going to continue the theme as uh, it's, it's Women's Histories Month and, uh, and uh, International Women's Day is coming up as well. And the woke left, the mob, the people who want to live in an alternate reality. I don't know where this wackiness or craziness comes from, but they continue their assault on women. They continue their assault to take over uh, the the importance of women, the significance of women, the individuality, the the uniqueness of a woman. They continue their assault on that. They continue to try to take it over. They continue to try to usurp what women are by allowing men to actually pretend they're freaking women, which they're not. It's a biological impossibility. They're not women. But the assault continues. We're going to cover that a little bit today. We're going to cover the fact that we have a president right now who is a racist, he's a bigot, and he's an asshole. Not necessarily in that order, but he is all of those things. And he displays it over and over again, and the legacy media just gives him a pass. Most votes in history in the United States, BS. This guy sat in his basement and did nothing. And then he was installed by the deep state. It was an illegitimate election. He's an illegitimate president. And I will continue to say that. And the fact that he's running this country and the fact he runs his mouth the way he does. You know, he, this is his third time. He ran two other times and was forced out because of his plagiarism, because of his lying, because of his racism. All he had to do was wait longer, wait till 2020 when that sort of shit's acceptable by most people. It's okay to be a racist. It's okay to be a bigot. Unless, of course, you're projecting on a conservative and you call them everything that you actually are. Well, Biden was on full display. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to look at the fact that there is a budget crisis in this country. Benefits are going to need to be addressed. Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid cannot continue in the same form that they are. Republicans and conservatives do not want to get rid of the safety net. It needs to be there, but it needs to be defined and it needs to be reshaped that reflects today's realities, physically and market-wise. This is something that was developed over 100 years ago, something that has outlived the, the environment that it was spawned in. Things have changed the entitlements we need to change. We can't just keep printing money. The Democrats' solution is to stick their head in the sand and ignore it and continue printing money. And that's just not going to work. It's not sustainable. So let's, let's take a look first at how the, the wacky, woke left, these people who live in an alternate universe that isn't based in any sort of reality whatsoever, continue to attack women and their assault on women. I love the headline. 
And this, of course, I was making a great joke on it because Hershey Canada decided that in order to, on, on, I mean, National Women's Month in the U.S., International Women's Day coming up here shortly, and they decided to start a campaign that features dudes dressed and pretending to be women. So they're not even celebrating women on International Women's Day. They're celebrating mental people, dudes, who think it's okay to dress as a woman, and that actually makes them a woman. Hershey Canada features trans woman for International Women's Day, and it goes wrong. Really, Hershey, come on. And this blogger was great, uh, Sam J. At first, we thought this had to be a joke because, wow, this is in poor taste. Surely, not even Canadian Hershey. I mean, because Canada, I mean, we need to just cut them off. Can we just get rid of Canada? Can we just let them loose and float away somewhere away from us as far as possible? I got friends up there. I love you. The people of Canada are really cool. Your government sucks. And, I mean, you're, you're full-out socialist. You, you're going to be very shortly. You're going to be a dictatorship shortly. Any of you Canadians who want to bring your coolness and, and your, your common sense and your critical thinking down to the U.S., come on down, and then we'll cut Canada loose, and it can go away. Surely not even Canadian Hershey would think it's a good idea to feature a man, and, his per, and the person is a man, for International Women's Day. No matter how many surgeries they have, or how much makeup they wear, or how giddy and ridiculous they act as they mock women, that's what they're doing. They're mocking women. These dudes are not women. They try to take every stereotypical overreach and wrap it all into one and pretend that that's what a woman is as they hysterically bounce around. That's not how women act. But you wouldn't know that because you're not a fucking woman. The science is, the reality is, the biology is that men cannot be women. And yet, they continue their assault on the female persuasion of our species. Some would say the better half. Certainly the more attractive half. And that's okay that I said that, all right? I enjoy looking at women. They're beautiful, okay? Sheesh. Here's Hershey's promo. Check it out. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future at Hershey's Canada. All right, I'm sorry, but pretending to be a woman is not your honest and authentic self. That is you with a mental issue or a perversion pretending to be a woman. There's nothing authentic about it at all. It's all fake. And you sit up there on your freaking perverted, stupid soapbox dressed as a freak talking about how we can all express ourselves as women and be our authentic selves and blah, blah, blah. Uh, please. About had it with you people. If you guys couldn't tell. I mean, if you guys couldn't tell, I've about had it with these people. And they are still people after all, right? 
but you got to fight back. We can't continue allowing these people to, to steal medals and records and platforms that belong to women, real biological women. And you fight back by taking their money. Boycott Hershey. Do not buy a single thing that they put out. Look And look at their product list. It's much like Coca-Cola. There is a lot that they own. I'll post that up on my socials so you can ch- check it out. It's not just chocolate. Boycott Hershey. Hit them in the pocketbook. I can't wait to see what their stock does. I can't wait to see what their stock does tomorrow at the opening bell. I bet it, I bet it takes a big dive. Because you go woke and you go broke. But anyway, boycott Hershey. Anybody who has any, who supports women, like real women, who supports reality, who supports biology and actual science, not the science they fed us during the COVID years, boycott Hershey. And stop competing in women's sports. This Christian school decided to do exactly that. Christian school forfeits playoff game against teams with trans students because it jeopardizes fairness. They said, we don't think it's okay we're not going to compete against a team that has that has boys on it because it's not a fair competition and they're a Christian school so there's obviously some moral concerns involved as well which is okay that's okay for you lefties the trolls that like to watch me and make all the wonderful comments that become part of the entertainment that is the nun report I appreciate you. Let's go on to Biden because this is kind of a big deal. And um, he went up and he gave, uh, in his response to what had been mischaracterized by by Marjorie Taylor Greene and some other Congress people, he went up there and then mocked the death of two children and their mother. He made it political. He did exactly the thing he says he doesn't do and he made it political. And it was an extremely poor taste. Not only did he make light and jest about this mother's women, this mother's children dying, blamed it on Trump and then chuckled. The video is a video. It is what it is. It happened. This is not a deep fake. This is not out of context. This is exactly what he said, how he said it, and what went down. Check it out. She, she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. (laughs) (laughs) What about the 100,000 fentanyl deaths that happened last year under your watch? Are you going to laugh and chuckle at those two? Are you going to laugh at all those mothers? What an asshole. He gets up there and he's trying to, what he's trying to do is attack Marjorie Taylor Greene, who misspoke. And in so doing, completely insults the lives of these children and their surviving mother. 
and then laughs about it. This is the mother and her response, what she had to say. Like, really? This is how you speak about the death of my sons? Because a congresswoman misspoke? You mock the loss of my sons? How dare you? What is the matter with you? Almost every Democrat on the committee offered me condolences. They at least had the decency to do that. You can't even do that. You have to mock my pain. And then what about the 22% increase in fentanyl deaths since you became president, since you changed your policy at the borders? That represents tens of thousands of U.S. citizens who died under your watch, an increase in tens of thousands, and that represents even double that number of the parents who are suffering. Are you going to keep laughing about those who did die under your watch? Do we have to bring them in so you can look them in the eyes and laugh? What is wrong with you? This is unacceptable, and our president needs to apologize to me, and he needs to be held accountable. And I wish that he would show some serious concern for the lives of those lost. I think that his behavior today speaks volumes, and it tells you where his heart is. Do something. Don't be a coward. Do something. But you see, he is a coward. He's a spineless coward. He's a bully. He's a blowhard. He's a worthless POS that grifted his way all the way into the White House as a dementia-ridden Swiss cheese head old man. It's who he is. It's who he's always been. He doesn't regret a thing. He didn't even apologize. He probably doesn't even remember what he said. And if he did, he'd just go, <laughs> look. These sorts of things are horrible. And imagine, this is just what we see. This is just what makes the press, what happens in public. Imagine what this asshole was like in private. We'll have to wait. There'll be books that are written about it, like there always are when an administration leaves office. My God, man. And so, Karine Jean-Pierre wouldn't be an episode without her because she's always out there sticking her foot in the mouth. She's got that disease big time. She was asked. And of course, the only person who asks her any serious questions, Peter Ducey from Fox, What was he thinking? Does he regret how he said it? And will he apologize? And as you can imagine, the response is, I'm not going to try to get into the president's head. No, he doesn't regret it. And no, he's not going to apologize. And it was taken out of context, of course. I think she uses the term mischaracterized. 
was on video. It wasn't taken out of context. I've given the context. He was talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, who tried to lay, who, who said that these, this mother's sons who died of fentanyl, the blood was on his hands. And so his researchers, his staff, decided that, no, no, it, the blood's not on your hands, Biden. It's on Trump's hand because this, this actually happened when he was president. And so he decides to make it political and get up there and not only that, then laugh at it. I showed you the mother's reaction. What was the White House's reaction? So it's a, it's a minute and a half clip. I'm going to play the whole thing. Check it out. Can I ask about a moment in the president's speech last night in Baltimore? Uh, he was talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, and he mentioned a mother that had lost two of her sons to fentanyl. He said the interesting thing is that the fentanyl they took came during the last administration, and then he seems to laugh. Um, the mother's demanding an apology, and I'm wondering if he regretted how that came out. So, you know, I want to be very careful here because this involves um, a mom, as you just stated, who lost two sons. And when it comes to this president, I believe the American people knows who he is fundamentally because he's been around for some time and they have watched him go through grief. They have watched him deal with really personal loss. And um, so this is a president that understands that. Uh, he expressed sympathy for her last night um, and uh, his heart goes out to uh, any person, any person who has to go through that type of uh, trauma, that type of hurt. Uh, I will say uh, his words are, are being mischaracterized uh, by, uh, by someone who is regularly discredited um, for, uh, for things that she says that are really conspiracy theories. And those lies are being parroted by a certain network. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, it, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just leave it there. Eh, 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 eh. So he doesn't regret it. All he has to do, if you were a real man, if you were a real leader, if he had any inkling of character and integrity in his body at all, he would come out the next time he makes an appearance, doesn't need to be a special appearance, or have the White House make a statement on his behalf, specifically that he said, I regret that I dishonored the memory of this mother's children, and I'm sorry. I did not mean for that to happen, and I misspoke. It was inappropriate. That's all he has to do, and it would go away, and it would be done. But the man has no authentic, integral bone in his body. We know exactly the kind of person you are, President Biden. Karine Jean-Pierre said so. I think everyone knows exactly who he is. Yes, we do know exactly who he is. He's a racist. He's a bigot. He's a bully. He's an insecure shell of a human being that has no business occupying the White House of these United States of America. 
That's who he is. Nothing was mischaracterized. It was put out exactly as it is by who he is. Because he can't do anything different. My shirt, wearing a day, in spades, man, FJB, you suck. You're a bad, bad man. Now we're going to jump into a little bit of weirdness right now. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to give a shout out to this guy, Brock Smith. He does a, a, a cartoon series, uh, Reality Bites, and check him out. This guy is He's great. I mean, he's authentic. Um, and it's rofcbybrock.com is where you can find all his stuff. He's also on uh, Facebook quite a bit. But this is one of his uh, most recent cartoons here. <laughs> Chris Ray. We have a standard which is irrespective of ideological or politics. And then, yes. And are those bad standards? Of course they are. The guy's a great cartoonist. Uh, he whip, I don't know how, how he's able to whip these things out so quickly on a daily basis, but he does. They're usually very on topic, very on point. Sometimes funny, sometimes in a ha-ha way, and sometimes in a very ironic way. But they're, they're always entertaining. He's one of my favorite political cartoonists out there. He's not super well-known. He's not one of, the, like, one of the big guys, but he should be, and, and, and I think that eventually he will be. Anyway... I'm going to start featuring some of his stuff on my show from time to time because I, I, I dig his stuff. I like the guy. He's a patriot. Meanwhile, in Seattle, as long as we're talking about fentanyl deaths, we have a little thing up here in Washington State called Sound Transit. It's uh, the They're trying to get light rail all throughout Puget Sound, and, of course, they they sold the taxpayer a bill of goods in a, in a bill that didn't pass, but then they went ahead and did it anyway. And they're spending billions of dollars on this transit system. And people, of course, as, as predicted, or it's, it's way over budget. It's way behind schedule. There are things that were supposed to be finished this year won't even be done until 2035, they're saying. And it's going to, of course, course, cost more. So they're going to come back to the taxpayer, steal more money out of our pockets. And it's become this crime-ridden thing. People just sit around on these trains because if you don't want to pay, you don't have to. You can just get on these trains. And they're sitting in there doing drugs. So while, while people are, are shooting up and, and doing other things on here, uh, you know, people who actually want to go to work and use it to get back and forth to work or to go to a sporting event or do something like that, they're exposed to this and their children, their families are exposed to this and it's not safe. It's becoming a big joke. Even open-minded Seattle liberals, and Seattle is one of the biggest liberal bastions of the world. Another place can just be cut off the face of the earth and discarded. Two weeks ago, longtime listener Mike Goldencrantz saw the David Horse cartoon in the Seattle Times depicting a couple of super-friendly sound transit ambassadors handing a gift of fentanyl smoker as a bribe to get him to leave the train. So rather than just kicking them off, here, here's a, here's, here's a, here's a shiny thing, shiny object, now go away, bribing them to get off the train. None of the stations work. Well, I shouldn't say that. 
many of the stations have escalators that are out of order. So people carrying baggage or whatever, they have to walk upstairs with all their stuff. Bathrooms are out of order. The place is filthy, disgusting. Of course, when they first finish them, you know, they have the big ribbon cutting ceremony. They're all beautiful and pristine, look all modern and space age and stuff like that. That hap- that lasts for about two weeks in Seattle before it becomes shit. Everything in Seattle turns to shit, just like a lot of liberal cities in this country. But hey, let's just keep paying people's way, keep buying their drugs, keep paying for everything and... and no consequences for any of it. Chuck Schumer got up and does what he always does. He's he's a Schumer. He sticks his hands in his pockets and he sits there and, and gives his lie of bullshit. Do his suits look like they're getting baggier to you? I think they do. I think the guy is a shell of the shell of his old shell self that he used to be. Look at this guy, the guy looking down at him with the purple tie. You know, all these sharp features and God, are these people aliens? I don't know. He tries to talk about the sort. In fact, I'll just let him say it, and then I'll and then I'll comment. Their Check it fantastical out. Fantastical plan. I call it fantastical. To balance the budget in ten years would decimate the middle class, decimate the wallets of every American family, and undo the progress we've made over the last two years. We Democrats will continue to look out for those who are struggling to stay in the middle class. We will look out for those struggling to get to the middle class. We will continue to fight for the American people. We'll make sure our veterans are taken care of. And we'll fight for seniors to retire with dignity and benefits they've earned. We are going to fight, fight, fight. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to get in a fight with you. That might be kind of fun. Although that would be elder abuse. I don't... I don't agree with that. That would not be a fair fight at all, man. Look, the reality is we're spending far more than we earn as a country. Our GM, our gross domestic production now is not even more than our debt. Okay? It can't be paid off. It's an impossibility. We can barely pay the interest on it. Entitlements and spending need to be addressed. And they need to be addressed in a very honest way. We can't just say that we're going to continue to provide the same benefits forever. That's that's a lie. First of all, what Chuck Schumer is saying there is a lie. We cannot continue the same level of benefits to the same number of people indefinitely, not even for the next 10 years. And this is not chicken little, the sky is falling. This is fact. So we need to have a serious conversation. We need to have an adult conversation about what modern day social security and Medicare should look like. Yes, we should take care of our veterans. Yes, we should take care of our elderly. And yes, our disabled Can we do it in the framework that is the year 2023 and not 1923? Can we bring it into the future, into now, 
versus what the world was 100 years ago? Because if we don't, we're done. You, 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 think, you think finding a different way for these benefits to work or cutting back on these benefits in order to survive is bad. Wait until we have no money and the benefits go away completely. And this country is bankrupt because that's what's going to happen. So yeah, we need to make sure we address the entitlements. We can't keep going the way we're going, as I said. So um, either, it's not, it's not fear-mongering. It's not, it's not like we don't need to take care of these people, but let's do it in a modern fashion and not like something from ages ago. Here's something interesting. John Fetterman, who's uh, admitted himself to inpatient treatment <laughs> for uh, depression, and then his wife and family who took off to Canada for vacation and sent, put out videos of them ziplining and having all kinds of fun while her husband and their father is in basically a mental institution, supposedly, being treated for depression. Or is he? Maybe he's not even in there for depression. Maybe his mind is so screwed from those strokes and they're trying to figure out how to make him a senator for the next six years. He was just elected for a six-year term. He's already out of action like everybody said he would be. This was not an electable person. He has brain damage. It's sad. It's tragic even. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But it's, the truth is, we have a leader in the Senate deciding the fate of this country and policies of this country that affect not only us, but the world, who just simply is not mentally capable of doing that and making those decisions. But what's interesting is, a bill just came out regarding East Palestine. And somehow John Fetterman is a co-sponsor on it. Now, wait, if he's an inpatient treatment, I've, in my life, I've known a few people who've been in inpatient treatment for various things from, you know, depression and, and other mental issues, substance issues. Generally, nobody is allowed to contact them because that's part of the, they, they, they separate you. They try to break the process, you know, and separate you from your life, your friends, your family, the, the everyday occurrences that have led you to where you're at. So then they can take, you know, a little more of a blank slate and rebuild you, hopefully, and give you the tools to continue when you leave. Kind of how it works. In a nutshell, I'm no psychotherapist or psychologist or, or doctor of any sort, but that's the basic process of it. I, th I think probably most of you are aware of that as well. So here he is in Walter Reed doing his uh, stint and trying to get his head straight. And somehow he is co-sponsoring a bill. I Wait a minute. This guy, he's been, he's been in inpatient care for depression since February 15th. And now all of a sudden he's co-sponsoring a bill. What does that look like? Well, while Pennsylvania Senator, Senator John Fetterman continues to be hospitalized for clinical depression, he has been named as a co-sponsor on a bipartisan bill launched in the wake of the toxic train derailment in East Palestine 
Ohio. Senate Bill 576, a bill to enhance safety requirements for trains transporting hazardous materials and for other purposes, was introduced to the Senate on Wednesday by Senator Sherrod Brown, listed as co-sponsors of the bill are Senator John Fetterman, J.D. Vance, Robert Casey Jr., Marco Rubio, and Josh Hawley. Now, don't get me wrong, I think it's a good idea. I think that if there's hazardous materials on a train, they should be under a little more, they should they should have to follow different guidelines than a regular uh, you know, freight train moving moving cows or moving logs or something like that. But how is John Fetterman a co-sponsor on this? Is it name only? Does he have some sort of proxy person in there in the Senate speaking for him that we didn't elect that we have no idea about? I want to know. And you should too. I'm going to keep digging. If I find out, I'm going to let you know. And if you find out first, you let me know back. All right, we're going to go on to uh, Fan Mail Friday. So let's check this out here. Real quick here, we have a few fan mails. No pictures today. I'm not outing anybody in that way. Will Schaefer says, who's the chick in the picture? I don't know what it is with these dudes. I, I have long hair. I have beautiful hair. I have most the most amazing hair. As, as Trump would say, it's terrific hair, in fact. Some of the most terrific hair you'll ever see. It's not down today because I've got, you know, obviously it's back in a ponytail and I got a beanie on for those who are just watching the show for the first time. Make sure you check out my photos and watch more in the future because you'll see the hair. It's there. But I don't know what it is about these liberal dudes and guys with long hair. They really don't like it. Some of these people were hippie freaks, right? And now they want to make fun of long hair. Who's the chick in the picture? I said, so you like your men with long hair? See, you can't insult me. I mean, really, you can't. You can call me a chick. You can do whatever. It, which reminds me of a story the other day. My wife and I are sitting down at a at a restaurant, and we're up at the bar, so we're not at a table where the waiter approaches from the front. And the server comes up from behind us, and she says, hi, ladies. And then I turn my head, and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, hey, I know. It's beautiful. I might call myself a lady too if I saw me from behind. You should see my butt. Josh Warren. This is so, this is regarding my show in general, I think. This shit is so weird and lonely sounding. Well, Josh, come and keep me company, brother. We can hang out. We can tip a few back. Maybe partake in a little bit of green. You know, you don't, it doesn't have to be lonely. It could be a, could be a brotherhood. could be a friendship, man. I'd never be friends with you, trust me. Bill Bra Sr., Republicans can't decide if they want to defend women or keep them away. <clears throat> My response, we're not the ones pretending to be women and to take over their rights and accomplishments. See, they always try to project what they are onto you. I, I talked about that on my show yesterday. Pretty soon they're going to be calling us communists and all sorts of crazy things, right? Uh, we're not going to duplicate him. He already got his shot. Ken Dudley. No one really cares. This is, a, this is about women's rights. Right? This is about uh, women's athletics in particular. This was after that show, a comment on that show. Women's athletics and how Men should not be allowed to compete in athletics. His response to this is, no one really cares. He doesn't, apparently. This is a big issue? Question mark. 
Feed the poor. Help the homeless. Be kind to those around you. Jeesh. People try to make money off this crap. Okay, Ken, no one said those other issues were not important. No one said that we shouldn't be feeding the poor and helping the homeless. But your implication is, is that you don't support women. In fact, what you said is oppressive to women. You support the oppression of women. See, supporting women's sports and women's rights and their accomplishments is not the exclusion of all the other things that need our support. It's inclusive. Get it? You're a liberal. You should understand that. We want to be inclusive with other things. But orange man, bad. This guy, a lesson of conservative cowardice, number seven, apparently has a whole fucking book or something. I don't know. This is number seven, according to Kit Fairchild. The chicken little, because nothing gets a conservative's panties in a wad, quite like yelling that the sky is falling in a fit of crisis politics while pissing those panties at the same time. <laughs> These people, where do they come up with this stuff, man? As I told him, hey, man, I haven't pissed my panties in at least two days. But seriously, this was in response to the fact that we're heading toward World War III. By us bringing that to the attention of people and, and talking about it, that means we're, we're chicken little and saying the sky is falling. Maybe the sky is fucking falling, dude. <laughs> Maybe it is. It's certainly worth the discussion. I mean, we're fighting a proxy war against a country that has more nuclear weapons than we do. Just <laughs> call me silly. Oh, you're not calling me silly. You're calling me a, a conserva-wussy. 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 Hey, I'll tell you what. I wear my conservative panties proudly, and like I said, I haven't pissed them in at least a couple of days, um, so you can just piss off. All right, last one, and then we're going to wrap it up here, is Richard Hansen and his spelling. I'm going I'm to read it the way it should be read because his spelling is impossible. Who's paying you to spew this nonsensical, he's trying to be cute, nonsensical, none report, Dan, none. Anyway, nonsensical crap. Putin, supposed to be Putin, China or the insurrectionist in chief. What do you say to something like that? The guy can't spell. He can't form a coherent sentence and he can't use punctuation. Typical liberal, right? I just said, I do it out of my love for you. Anyway, I did fan mail Friday today because I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Here's the none better take of the day. All right. We've got Hershey Canada <laughs> running an ad campaign for International Women's Day that features dudes dressed as chicks pretending in their world of make-believe their effed up mental mind living in fantasy land, pretending to be women. And Hershey has created a campaign with these people to celebrate International Women's Day. So on a day where you're supposed to celebrate women, instead, they're doing the woke thing. They're doing the right, woke, crazy, insane, alternate universe sort of shit. And they're paying dudes dressed as women. They're commemorating uh, 
Boycott Hershey. Boycott all Hershey products. Look up what their products are. Much like Coca-Cola and Johnson & Johnson, they own a ton of stuff. So uh, my recommendation would be to boycott everything Hershey, which I will be doing. There's other chocolate out there. There's other products out there. You don't need to be doing the Hershey chocolate bar or any of their candies or any of the other products that they own. But that's the response, man. You got you to hit them in the pocketbook. You got to hit them in the pocketbook. You have Joe Biden making fun in light of the death of a mother's children of fentanyl because it didn't happen under his watch. It happened under the previous administration. They can blame, they can blame anything on, uh, on Trump. I, mean, I think it was, was it Sean Hannity, I think today said, he said, man, no, no, it wasn't him. Ah, God dang it. All right. Not my quote, but I heard it today. <laughs> Is a meteor a meteor could strike Earth today, wiping out half of civilization. And the Democrats would blame it on Trump because he did not see the meteor out in space and know when it was going to be here. That's how insane they are. But the sad part about this particular instance is, is Biden demonstrated exactly who he is. He's a racist, bigoted, lying, plagiarizing, bully piece of shit. And he always has been. That's why he could never get elected president before. He had to wait for times to become woke enough and crazy enough and stupid enough that he could actually get elected. And I might say crooked enough since it was rigged. So this poor woman whose children died of fentanyl, instead of acknowledging and you know being empathetic, expressing some empathy for this woman. No, no, he makes it political. Marjorie Taylor Greene misspoke. Biden grabbed that and his handlers grabbed that and they threw this woman's children and their memory and her into the mud for a political talking point. And then he laughed. And then he laughed. If you were a real man, they had a single ounce of integrity in his soulless vessel of a body. He would apologize. Hey, I'm sorry. You know what? I, I didn't really mean to put it that way. It was wrong of me to use your tragic situation and your children for my benefit. And I'm sorry. See, a real man would do that. But since we know that Biden is a pathetic, loser, plagiarist, lying sack of shit, who's now occupying the Oval Office with Swiss cheese for brain as an 80-year-old man, we know that he won't apologize. Karine Jean-Pierre came out there and said, nope, he's not going to apologize. He doesn't regret what he said. He said what he said, and it is what it is. I think everybody knows the kind of man Joe Biden is is what she said. And yes, Corrine, we agree. We do know what type of man Joe Biden is. Thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on the radio, renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can see all the videos and all the other stuff that I put up all the time. At the nun report 
on all the socials except TikTok because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to my website, thenumreport.com. You can catch it all right there at one stop, one shop. Real easy. All right. Hey, anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.